They said getting started was the hardest part, but no one told you how hard it is to scale a custom service business. It's time for your team to step up, but your clients want you. Discover how to scale to seven figures and beyond by freeing up time and getting your team to run whole parts of the company so you can focus on scaling profits. This is the Hands-Off CEO with Mandy Ellefson. Hello, welcome to another exciting episode of the Hands-Off CEO podcast. I'm your host, Mandy Ellefson. Today, we are going to be talking about making hard calls and creating space to grow in your business. This episode is for all the people out there who are very high performers, but find themselves in a place where they just can't keep up. And the limit to how much success they can create in their business is limited by the amount of hours they have, and they are up against the wall with that. If that's you, this is for you. This episode should be helpful. So this week I was chatting over email with someone who was interested in my help. And here's one of the things that she said, that they're in a place where they want to be taking on a certain type of client that is more profitable, that's going to really grow the business. But instead, what they find themselves doing is that they're taking on clients that just don't fit in order to keep up the revenue and be able to make payroll. So what's happening is that they're stuck at this plateau where all hands are on deck, but they just can't move forward. And it's this cycle of making choices that allow you to keep up, but not necessarily move ahead. And the same thing can happen with, you know, keeping on an employee who is seriously underperforming, but you just have to keep them there because you don't have time to hire and then train someone else. And it just feels like you're just at a place where taking a couple steps backwards is just not an option. So Maybe you can relate with that. So what I want to talk about today is how to make those hard calls, even amidst times where you just don't have time and it feels incredibly overwhelming to do the right thing in your business. So a big part of this is that in order to grow your company, you really need to create space. There needs to be space to grow. So that sometimes does require taking a bit of a step back, but it doesn't have to be as much of a step back as you might think. And oftentimes what I've seen happen is that what is that fear that's preventing the business owner from making that hard call and letting go of that person or letting go of the client or reaching out to certain clients that are, it's not quite profitable enough and increasing their fees so that you can actually be profitable or taking the services that you're doing and re-engineering them so that you can actually add a lot more profit. But these are things that requires being a little bit brave. It requires stepping out of the normal routine that you have, and which can be really scary because what you're doing right now got you to where you're at and it got you to a certain level of success. But in order to get to the next level, you have to be willing to let go of that. And I mean, I get it that this can be pretty difficult. So what I wanted to do is give you a really simple framework today for how to actually feel confident that you're making the right call and the same time creating space to grow. So The first thing you want to be doing at this place to, in order to make sure that you're making the right call and to feel confident moving forward with it is to first set the vision. So most of the time when people think about setting a vision, they're thinking about it on the macro scale. So this is the vision I want to create for my company. This is how much money I want to make. This is the work that we do in the world. And this is the kind of people we have hired and all of that. And I don't actually think that, I think a lot of people are not nearly as specific about that as they could be. And the more specific you are about that vision, 
the easier it's going to be when you have these day-to-day things that come up and you have to make hard calls. And what's really important is that you're consistently making decisions in line with the vision. But if you don't have a vision, how can you make decisions set up against it? How do you know when you're in the hiring process with a new employee, if this person really fits your culture, if you haven't actually defined what that is, if you haven't defined what you're creating with the business, it's of a paramount importance that you actually set that vision first. So But that's on the macro scale. On the big picture, this is where the business is going. But a highly underutilized piece of visioning is on the micro scale and looking at each individual piece of your business and seeing what is the specific outcome that I want to see out of this. What does it look like when it's done? And then actually writing it up as it is occurring right now, like writing it up as if it's already happened and then living into that starting right now. So one of the challenges that I see come up a lot is that people don't exactly know what they do want. So it's very common for business owners to just be so overwhelmed that they're like, I know what I don't want, but I don't really know what I want. And part of the problem is that overwhelm, like I mentioned, but the other part is actually not knowing that what you really want is possible. So if you knew what you really want is possible, then you would actually go for it and you'd actually be taking choices. You'd be making choices in line with that. But a lot of times that I see that business owners can just feel like what they actually want is so out of reach that they just settle for whatever is in front of them or maybe a few steps further, but they don't really reach for what they really want. So first of all, I want to let you know, if you can imagine it, then it is possible in your business. You've already created it in your mind. It's possible. But here's what to do if you are not exactly sure on what it is you want. So what I think is the best way to go about with this is to look at what you don't want and to be looking at all the breakdowns that are happening now that has happened in the past or what's the worst nightmare situation that could happen within this specific thing. Let's say it's around attracting the right type of clients. And so maybe right now you have some really fantastic clients and maybe there's a bottom 20% that is like, all right, they're keeping our cash flow going, but we'd rather them not be here. So think about that and then create what you really want to see. So maybe what it is, is that all of our clients are highly profitable. They're grateful for the work that we do with them. And they say, thank you. Every time we talk, something as simple and specific as that you might actually put in your vision. And that's also something that I look for when I'm working with a client too. One of the things I screened for earlier on is that gratitude. And because it tells me a few things, first of all, am I going to enjoy working with this person long-term? But the other part it tells me is if they're a positive person. And I find that people who are positive and are grateful for what they have, have a lot more capacity to grow. And I'm just interested in people that it's a lot less effort for me to apply my systems to their business because I know that they're going to be able to like make use of it. Whereas negative people, they tend to look for all the reasons why things aren't going to work. That's just a specific thing that you might add to your vision and whatever that is for you. But it always helps to be starting with the breakdowns and the things that you don't want to see. And I do this when I'm hiring new people as well. And I find that the more times you've had problems with a particular role, the easier it is for you to actually articulate the kind of person that you want on your team because you know all the things that you don't want. So then knowing what you don't want and knowing all the breakdowns and why it didn't work out in the past helps you put together a strategy when you're screening a new potential employee to know if they're going to be a fit for the culture, to know if they have the skills needed. Most importantly, to know that if they're coachable and if they have a good attitude that fits your team. 
which kind of goes back to the culture, but coachability is actually one of the number one reasons why employees fail. So that's something that you really want to be thinking about and having a clear vision on that will help you make that decision. As you are specific on your vision and as you add these very specific details to what you actually want and then write it within the context of, I have a supportive team that allows me to focus only on strategic, allows me to focus on generating new business and they handle everything else and it allows us to grow the company to $3 million in the next two years. I mean, that's specific. And when you are clear on a vision like that, then what happens is when these things come up where you're noticing that you're taking on these clients that just don't fit in order to keep up the revenue and make payroll, then you could look at that and be willing to stop that cycle in its tracks and to be looking at the true cost of you doing that and realize that you taking those taking the action of bringing on these clients that shouldn't be there is actually eating up your time that you could actually instead be spend reaching out to the kind of clients who are ideal. And when you break that cycle, that's when you can really unleash growth. If you're not clear on your vision and you're not willing to make decisions aligned with that, then you miss out on a tremendous amount of growth opportunities. And after you have gotten clear about what your vision is, both on the macro scale, like I was talking about with the big picture of the business, and then on the micro scale for specifically how you want a key part of your business to be running. Once you have that vision, now it's up to you as the CEO to be making decisions aligned with that vision. And this is why as a CEO, you get paid the big bucks because it's not easy to be making these decisions sometimes. Not everybody's going to be happy with them. In fact, most definitely some of the decisions you make will be unpopular, but as long as you're making them aligned with your vision for where you want to take the company, the right decision, and you can keep on growing and pivoting from there. But as long as you're making decisions aligned with your vision, and that's the same thing you can give for your employees too. If they're making decisions aligned with your vision and values, then they're always the right decision. But this is a key habit that you can develop that is going to help you bravely make the decisions that are aligned with your vision. And what happens is, when you set your vision and when you get real clarity on that, and then when you identify the things that are in the way of your vision, what oftentimes happens as you start articulating your vision is immediately you have the, like the mental gremlins come up and start saying, oh, well, you know what? That's not going to work. That didn't work last time. Or um, what makes you think that you could bring in that much sales? You don't even know how to reach this new market. You know, all these different things that can show up as resistance. And when you can recognize that, and when you clear the resistance as you're moving forward, then what opens up is inspired actions. And when you take those inspired actions, it allows you to take quantum leaps forward in your business. And it gets really exciting. It allows you to keep growing your business from this place of ease and flow and leave behind the grind that might be keeping you in this place in your business where there's not enough space to grow. I get that this takes some mental bandwidth and some time to actually sit down there and do this. So what I've done is I've put together this great resource for you that's going to help you find at least 10 extra hours per week to focus on growing your company. And if you use this planner, what I've been told is you can find 10 extra hours doing that. That's what people who have used it have told me, even without any instruction, I've just sent them the PDFs and they've been able to just implement it into their week and they can start freeing up time right away. So um, 
My clients use these planners. I use these planners and I love them. I've tested a lot of different approaches and this is the one I found works the best at being able to squeeze more time out of your day, more productivity as a service-based business. So if you go to handsoffceo.com forward slash power hour, you can download my power hour planners and help you find that time to be able to grow. I wish you great luck in the weeks ahead with making these hard calls and creating space to grow based on taking inspired actions aligned with your vision. This is Mandy Ellefson, host of the Hands Off CEO podcast, signing off. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Hands Off CEO. Don't forget to download your free scalability roadmap, a checklist that will help you scale up your custom service business with what you have right now. Go to handsoffceo.com slash roadmap. That's handsoffceo.com slash roadmap.